and welcome to the Dramatized Podcast. I'm Lisa Ellis. And I'm Allison Peachy. And today, we'll be discussing episodes five and six of The Silent Sea. Ooh. Yeah, and um, <laughs> first of all, I finally got my dues as far as gross things go. That's I, true. My episode had, had them. Oh my gosh. And a lot happened. So much happened, including... The thing we've said was going to happen from the very beginning, but I was still very sad about it. (laughs) (laughs) I was also very sad about it. Um, This was truly a week of uh, premonitions and wishes coming true. I wished that I didn't have to deal with all the gross stuff. Just me by myself. And Lisa had to do it this week. So happy for you. Thank you. And then uh, do you want to discuss the other thing that happened that's a bummer? Um, well, we are now... Or should we... We're gonna recap the episode first. Yeah, I mean, we are going to. But yeah, I, I I, think we all know that I'm talking about that we are now E-less, which is devastating because I had grown to love the E's like I never thought I would. Yes, I I feel that immensely. Um, I'm gonna be in mourning, I think, maybe for the rest of the series. <laughs> I agree. For, for the next week for the until next the week. series is over. <laughs> For two more hours, I will be sad. Total. Net. Not consecutively. Yes. But, you know. Yes. All right. Okay. Shall we? Yes, we shall. Episode five. Secret storage. Secret storage of the Silent Sea. SSS. SS. <laughs> That's a lot of S's. It was. I don't know why I said it like that either. <laughs> The show begins, and shock of all shocks, now I'm just noticing every S I say, which is a lot of them. We're in a flashback to when Dr. Song's first... Oh my... (laughs) Now I'm adding S's. (laughs) Okay, get it together. We're in a flashback to when Dr. Song first saw the encrypted message from her sister to find Luna. She does a little search of the database to find a bunch of files that contain the word Luna, but they're all classified. She quite literally heads back to the drawing board and does some thinking. (laughs) I love this geeky. I love the little chalkboard, the fake, the whiteboard, the chalkboard, the clear board, whatever you call it. I love it. I've grown to adore it. I'm glad because I still think it's just one of those things that really pads the runtime for no reason. (laughs) Because we know she's thinking about this. I don't know why we have to show it in every episode. I think it's just like the... finding data storage. Yeah, she's... Is she? I don't know if you've been watching this show, Allison. I actually have Or if you've just been really good at guessing what happens. I've been great at guessing. I've been reading um, the episode summaries and then just guessing from there. <laughs> that would be amazing. In the present, everyone is looking at the plants. Chief Gong and E1 head down to the plant hole and find even more plants. <laughs> the plant hole. <laughs> it kind of is. Also, before they left... Captain Han, he turns to E2 specifically, and he tells him to stay behind, which at the time I thought was really funny because all of them stayed behind for a little while. And so it was just very funny that it was like E2 specifically. Like, just you, you I know behind. you want to, yeah, like, I know you love Chief Gong and like you were his, his little puppy, but like, you need to stay. And I guess also like they needed their E2 script quota. Like it was them being like E2 is here. <laughs> just in case you were forgetting. Yeah, like E2's here. <laughs> That's how I feel with them. Chief Gong and E1 are surprised to find a storage room below that wasn't on the map. And everyone heads down. And this is where I think this part was where the scene of Captain Han telling E2 to stay behind was supposed to go. Like, I swear Mm. it was at the wrong spot because it's very funny. (laughs) 
This area is huge, and we get the hint that the creature is watching them while they're exploring its domain. Finally, they come across a room full of samples, and they're all in good condition. Mission success! Dr. Hong finds a broken capsule, and that is what caused all the plants to grow. And she's like, oh my gosh, how could one capsule cause all these plants to grow? Which I thought was funny, because we just spent a whole episode dedicated to them discovering the moon water. So I feel why like is it was, she shocked? Yeah, it was like two episodes all about <laughs> discovering that the moon water multiplies infinitely. That was That was just a really goofy thing that they had to go through. Remembering that, like telling us, remember last time how... It just kept going. It kept going right? here too. Ha ha ha. It was a mid-episode previously on yes. the Silent Sea. I'm like, it is not 1984. No, like I remember. I not, like, I'm not even binging this show, and no. I remember. Like I watched it last week, but I could have watched it just a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. It was a really goofy line. It was a very <laughs> yeah. Doctor Song again warns that they have to keep the moon water under control to be able to use it. They start collecting samples while Chief Gong, E1, and Sunny explore the rest of the area. Sunny is what I call Kim Sun, and I refuse to quit. I, I like that, and I think it makes sense, because Goblin. Thank you. <laughs> I won't say it, but there's a joke there. I refuse to spoil Goblin. Oh, great. On pain of death, I refuse to spoil Goblin. The group finds multiple rooms full of samples, but E1 sees something in the plants. Cut to the other storage room, and we see Sunny run by screaming before a figure flies at E1, taking him down. Captain Han runs to help, and E1's hand has been ripped off by the creature? This was crazy. I was It was wild. so freaking bloody. Oh my god, yeah, and he's just screaming, and the creature's just standing there, severed arm and hand, and clearly what it wanted was the sample. Also, it definitely looks like the girl from The Ring. Like, you, you nailed that. It- <laughs> It was like that combined with um, the the pipe that they used for Suchan's vomit. <laughs> like that, but with blood. It was the same thing. And then the ring. That's That was that. Yeah, this is like 10 seconds of horror. Yes. <laughs> Just pure horror. Like your episode dose. Yep, exactly. Sunny grabs for his gun and shoots the creature, the girl, and she runs off dropping the capsule, which turns red. And now we know what E1 stands for. Equipped with one hand. E2 still has two. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys can't hear me laughing, I don't think, but I'm 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 laughing. I feel wrong. I feel irreverent. Poor E1. That was really funny. Thank you. I was like, what did we when did we find out? And then you hit me with it. With the single hand. Dr. Song checks on E1, and he's dead from either blood loss or lack of love. We'll never know. And my absolute favorite thing is that Sunny comes over and goes, E1, all sorrowfully. And it's like, if he knew E1's name, he would have said it here. So I'm convinced either he doesn't, no one knows his name, or this man's name really is E1. (laughs) But him just going, E1, he got me so bad. (laughs) So fucking funny. Oh man, that's <laughs> that's too much. Like that's it's like if much. you were like laying there dying, and I was like, Miss Peachy, or like my friend. <laughs> like it's like if I didn't say your excuse name, me, ma'am. Be so, yeah, it'd be so weird. That would be really weird. 
Um, I love that he had like friendship bracelets yes. with Suchan. Meanwhile, he doesn't even know this man's name. Like clearly, E one was not included in the friendship bracelet uh, squad. I mean, neither was be... Taesuk. But like, neither was Taesuk. <laughs> hmm. Equipped with one hand. <laughs> I like that you're still on that. It's really funny. Captain Han and Chief Gong go to kill the girl, but it like fucking bounces all over there. Like it's a cross between Violet Evergarden and the Navi from Avatar. I, those were the two references I went for. I don't wow. Know <laughs> Eventually they shoot it down, but in the process they hit something and gas starts pouring out, which ah! I thought was going to mean something, but I don't think it really did. They yeah. approach the wounded creature and it's like a weird frog girl thing. And Dr. Song's face when she sees it is hilarious. She, like, has never seen anything so hideous. I'm, like, I don't know that's what she's thinking, but it's what I think she's thinking. Also, I don't think it's her sister now. <laughs> I admit defeat on that one. <laughs> Good. Good. Unless her sister got hit with, like, an anti-aging ray. Yeah, like a de-aging ray. Maybe she was, like, yeah. um, what is that movie? Sky Hide. <gasps> what a good reference. Thank you. I think your best one, Rhett. Rhett? Yes. It's my best one, Rhett. <laughs> Your name's now Rhett. You're dying. Rhett! <laughs> I guess that might not be... Not Rhett. <laughs> not Rhett. <laughs> not Rhett. Allison, not Rhett Peachy. <laughs> Allison, not Rhett Peachy. The girl runs away and bounces off E2, escaping. In the process, she knocks the broken capsule E1 was carrying into his blood, causing the water to start spreading rapidly. Dr. Song yells for them to get out of there. I... Engineer Ryu. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. Please um, do. Please I do. thought that this was pretty interesting because they had, like, clarified that I thought that it, the water could only multiply if it hit something living. And so this implies to me that the blood just by itself is living. I was like, what's going on here? Oh, that's a really good point. I was kind of confused. I didn't even think about that. But that's a really good point. Maybe it's, yeah, because it's, like, it's fresh blood, and so it's, like, the blood, Maybe. like, the cells hadn't died yet. Maybe. Maybe that was it. But, yeah, that does make it, but, like, I feel like that makes it seem like the water is still way more powerful than we've been shown to see, like, with well, the dead bodies and everything. <laughs> well, we can discuss this next episode. Oh, indeed. <laughs> so sorry. Engineer Ryu, Taesuk. Are you calling him Taesuk? Yeah. I'll call him Taesuk. You can also call him the lieutenant. Or, oh, that bastard. Yeah, right? Ugh. Murderer. Murderer. <laughs> Taesuk goes back to grab the samples, and as he's leaving, an automated voice announces that a thermoregulator anomaly is detected, and all the samples in the wall turn red. The lower level fills with water rapidly as it consumes E1's body, which was nuts. <laughs> Upstairs, E2 isn't doing hot either. The E's are very sensitive creatures. And again, Sunny screams E2 in alarm. <laughs> They seal the lower levels and take E2 to the infirmary. He was hit by this child so hard that there is blood in his lungs. And I want I want you to take a note of that. I want us to note how strong this child is. This is a strong child. Because I'm going to bring this up later. <laughs> Dr. Hong says, I have to open him up. And I went, oh, damn it. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> Everyone watches anxiously as Dr. Song announces that they need more blood. Taesuk immediately offers his. And my toxic trait is I immediately said, I ship it. Wow. Which... <laughs> comes Couldn't be me. me. <laughs> I know. There's something just like the way that he was like, I'll do it. And I was like, oh, yes. And I'll see, my it. first thought was 
I don't believe that he is his blood type. I went from uh, being real hot on Taysuk in the first two episodes to not really liking him in that last episode to straight up disliking him in this episode. Uh, fully agree. Um, and E2 it, is the real hottie of the show. Yeah. Taysuk. Yeah. E2 stands for everybody loves him too. <laughs> yes. I would give my blood to him. I'd give my blood to him, too. Because we're both O's, right? I think so. You can so. cut this oh, out. No. We're going to have to do this again. <laughs> no, I think this is a great anecdote. The blood tests. So that we <laughs> could figure when... out our... <laughs> in our apartment in college, yeah. we got you got some test online, like, in the mail, right? That yeah, was, from, like, from Amazon. Test? Yeah, and it was the most terrifying thing for no good reason to have to prick our fingers. <laughs> I couldn't prick my own finger. I had to hype myself up to do it. Um, I kept listening yeah. to a Drake song. Yes, um, yes. To just so you can know something else about me, um, Drake fan, and I, I, it didn't work. Yeah, I just have a very strong memory of like I was freaking out, and you were like, "I'll go first and you were very calm, and you kept just like going to do it. But you like never lost your cool, but you couldn't quite do it. And then meanwhile, I was like running circles around the living room, screaming my head off until all of a sudden I just stabbed my finger. And it just very much showed, I think, our different personalities. (laughs) (laughs) That you were like, I will remain calm. And I was like, ah! (laughs) But you could do it and I couldn't. Well, you did it. You did it eventually. I mean, I did it eventually. It just, I had to like build up to it. Yeah. And I was like a rip the bandaid off. Yeah. I was like... Um, which I Go. guess also, uh, in high school, when I was stage managing Oklahoma, there was a, a person who was playing Ali Hackam and he came up to me one day and was like, can you take my mic tape off? And I, uh, I was like, sure. And I started to take it off really slowly. Cause that's how I take off band-aids. And he goes, what's wrong with you? He was like, what are you doing? Just rip it off. And I was like, what? And he that's was like, really funny. Are you one of those psychos who just takes off band-aids really slowly? And I was like, I guess. Yeah, you, you're, you just turn to him. And you're like, I live in the pain. Yeah. Can you not? I mean, I don't want to rip all my hair out. up. Come on. <laughs> we, uh, this is the history, you know? <laughs> we have the same stories. This is why it's great. <laughs> Different versions of the same stories. Different ver- I wasn't there for that story. Yeah, you weren't there for that story. You were probably on stage. I was complaining to you that my green beans were rotten. <laughs> remember that i don't i just remember uh that happening and that i thought it was really funny and then you were really busy and i was like what do i do and you were like that's not my job and i was like fair enough (laughs) that's not uh, that's yeah sounds like it could happen (laughs) you're like that sounds like props problems yeah i was no longer the props gal so i think yeah i mean fair i mean the year before i had to bake a cake every day and get Chinese for food. Gypsy? Yeah, for Gypsy. Gypsy had a fresh cake? Yes, every day, and we ate it after after the play was over. Well, okay. Clearly, I was not aware of this. I, I guess you weren't. <laughs> this was uh, with the legendary um, candle story. Oh, yes. the candle that wouldn't blow out. Yeah, yeah, the candles that wouldn't blow out. And they had to take them and turn them upside down, because I bought uh, a mixed <laughs> box of candles, and some of them were... Uh, relighting candles and some of them were not relighting candles and I got them mixed up because they were in the box all messy I mean that's one for the ages this has been high school theater stories yes (laughs) (laughs) now that we're done with this diatribe 
Yeah, I mean, kind of more interesting than the show sometimes, but that's just my opinion. Wow. Yeah. We got a silent sea yeah. hater over here. I mean, yeah, I can't disagree. <laughs> I wish the scene was a little louder sometimes. It's just a little bit, I don't know. We'll get there. We can, we can talk about that. But Yeah. So while Taysa gives his blood, the rest of the team discusses the amphibian girl. Dr. Song thinks she attacked them because of the moon water. She wants it too. She seemed like a child, so how could she survive here for five years, though? Dr. Song insists that it is a child. She behaved like a kid that wants to keep what's hers. Basically, she's not in there with them. They're in there with her. Cut to said <laughs> child. <laughs> I like that. I love a Watchmen reference. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about Rorschach. I love Rorschach. That that is my second toxic trait. I love Rorschach. I mean, I kind of feel like liking Rorschach is like being like I really enjoy Fight Club. It depends on why. They, that is a good freaking point. Like yes. I can say I've I have read Fight Club multiple times. I've seen the movie oh, wow. multiple times. Maybe I'm a big you. Chuck Palahniuk fan. Uh, but, you mm-hmm. know, if you like it because you think Tyler Durden is really cool and you want to be him, that's gross. But if you like it because it is a deconstruction of consumerist culture and toxic masculinity, then that's totally different. Oh, go off. So why? Uh, you know, it's just why. Third option. What if you like it because Brad Pitt is undeniably attractive? Uh, that's fair, too. All right. Good. We're in. <laughs> I'm part three. And Brad Pitt in the in the goofy coat, in like the fuzzy iconic, coat. very iconic. So cut to said child, and we see that she is bleeding profusely. Captain Han tells the director that the intruder's whereabouts are unknown, but that they have a sample. He's worried that more people will lose their lives if they continue. Can they end the mission? But the director reiterates that the mission fails if anybody else gets the lunar water. I'm sorry, moon water. Yeah. They must catch Please. the intruder. <laughs> Moon water. Um, I also thought it was really funny that they were calling this tiny little girl who's clearly been here for forever an intruder. She's the like intruder. a native moon person at this point. I know. And that's like another thing with the show is that it like it wants it to be this big reveal that it's not an intruder. It's someone who's been. And it's like, yeah, again, we knew. Yeah. Like she's ultra fast. Is she like Captain America? Is that what we're supposed to think? That it was the U.S. and not uh, the transnational RX Corporation? or russia like i mean it could be um like lieutenant or sheriff hopper from stranger things in black widow his character who russian star man i don't know uh who was just captain america but russian i love that you referred to him by referring to him as someone else in a different david harbour (laughs) yes i couldn't remember his name mr lily allen and i think it comes back to like it's america the water is turning the frogs gay. Yeah, now the water is turning the frogs gay. into girls. The director tells them they must catch the intruder. Captain Han tells her the intruder was a child. Is there a possibility that this intruder is a survivor? Which I thought is kind of weird because, like, that means that there'd be kids on the station and they don't seem to question why there was a kid on the station at all. Yeah. I In Star Trek, they have children on ships, so... Maybe it would Lots be, like, the same thing. Like, if you were going for, like, a long time, maybe they'd be like, oh, you can bring your family. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe there was some, there was some, like, oh, extra, extramarital relations or something. Oh. And this baby was born <laughs> on the moon. 
a child out of wedlock a child or like maybe a child within wedlock and oh that's okay um, you said extramarital so well okay. but like I'm, I'm speculating this is like part of the speculation yeah, yeah. maybe it was yeah. that or maybe it was like a child who was born in a loving relationship where the two parents loved each other very much and they just had a baby in space space baby moon baby space baby moon baby <laughs> dr song's child calling it now <laughs> other dr song right yeah yeah yeah, it, maybe her sister stole Dr. Song's eggs and took them to space and then made her have a baby in space. Perhaps. All without her knowing. Perhaps. <laughs> Director Han does the usual thing of like laughing and deflecting, just complete the mission. Then the show gives her a speech where she talks about wanting to stand in the rain again more than anything. The usual ends justifies the mean stuff, which is not very interesting. I don't, I feel like it's kind of like too late to give her some dimension. Yeah. And like, honestly... Everything that happened with her this episode and um, I guess like the lingering looks in that one episode where we talked about her lingering looks, they made me very suspicious of her. And yeah. like, I don't think yeah. we're supposed to be suspicious of her. Really? Yeah, because really? like I get such strong, yeah, suspicious vibes that I'm like, I'm waiting for the big reveal that she's like cackling. Maybe. Maybe it'll be that. I don't know. But yeah, it'd be weird if she doesn't. But we zoom out to see Captain Han has a closed fist. He mad. Then the director opens her photos, and she has a picture with the frog girl, I think? She has a picture with some girl. Captain Han forbids Dr. Song from going back into data storage despite her protests. He can't deal with more death. Dr. Song argues that if they take the moon water back now without knowing the truth, even more people could die. But no matter what happens, the moon water will be taken back, along with the child, Captain Han tells her. He also knows she's going to go back no matter what, so at least take Dr. Hong and report back on the samples and the child if she finds either. Captain Han starts a search of the vents beginning in storage three, and we get an ass shot, but it's in the diaper-like spacesuit, so it's not very exciting. <laughs> Taesuk is acting super weird, and oh no, he pulls out one of those RX communicator things. He's a spy too. The RX multinational con conglomerate. <laughs> corporation or whatever i'm so glad you remember <laughs> i think that's what it's called terms. see like i didn't see this coming and i just found it a really weird twist like i guess people will do anything when they believe god is dead or whatever he said like but i don't know i just feel like it came so out of nowhere that i wasn't i don't know i was just kind of like oh okay yeah i guess yeah like there were no hints there was no there's no, we don't know anything about these people, so there's, like, no reason why he would be a spy, but there's also no reason why he wouldn't be. Like, yeah. it, it all just feels very, like... Well, I guess maybe they are trying to, like, tie it. He had gotten a promotion recently, right? That's, the, they talked uh -huh. about that. Maybe part of it was that someone that we don't know in the government is, like, a double agent or something. Maybe they're corrupt. Oh, yeah. Um, or maybe there will be no further information given on this. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess they also mean it that it's like we don't we don't know who Taysuk is. Like there's no yeah. like, like I don't know his personality really. Exactly. It's like I, I haven't been through really a trial have, or like, tribulation with him except for they're stuck on the moon. Yeah, and like I don't know his background. I don't really know like like I just feel like all these characters I don't if you wanted me to describe them, like they'd probably all sound the same. I'd just be like, Well, she's the doctor. Well, she's like the other doctor well he's like the captain he's the engineer like i i only know their like their roles their yeah the only yeah. one who i think kind of has a unique personality is sunny 
and he doesn't really have that much of a personality he's just always the guy who's like i don't want to be here i want to go home i hate this like i'm scared his personality is complaining his exactly. personality is complaining so, and also one time he cried because his friend died and they were supposed to go back to earth together like meteorites yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he's really the one that has like the most character building like yeah i don't know i i guess that's like my biggest gripe with the show right now is i really do not feel connected to these characters like uh sung jian has a personality obviously um or Breathing like she heavily, has yes she doesn't have like a personality she just has like character development that isn't personality related like i understand why mm-hmm, she's doing everything mm-hmm. but i don't care yeah, because even it's like we're told like, oh, she cares a lot about her sister and it like really haunts her. Her sister dies there. And we can understand that because it's like, OK, well, people, you know, we have people we care about. And if they died, I can understand that. But like other than that one scene where her sister's like, I promise to bring back water to Earth. Like there's nothing endearing yeah, about like, their relationship together. Does she just care about her because she's the sister? Right. Like we don't know what their relationship was like. Yeah. We don't really know. We have nothing to connect us to them. I know for a fact that you have not watched the Star's original series, Heels. I'm so sorry. I do love um, <laughs> Stephen Amell. Yes, he was so sweet. Another, uh, <laughs> we just keep name dropping. <laughs> I, not that we met him. We saw him at Comic-Con. <laughs> Heels is an amazing show. So if you haven't watched it, oh. I really do recommend it, especially if you like shows about like relationships and you enjoy character development and growth and stuff. Because oh, nice. all of the characters are super rich with that. But I think it does a really good job of um, portraying the relationship, like, between two siblings and, like, what what events that go you go through that bond you. And I mm-hmm. just don't feel like this show has done any of that, except for they've looked out at the ocean. The fake... Exactly. The fake not ocean a couple times. And, like, that, that does not a sibling make. And, like, maybe it's a cultural difference. I don't know. But I think that Korean people also care about their siblings and <laughs> well, have experiences yeah. with them and stuff, you know? And I mean, compared to like other shows we've done before and just like thinking about some of those relationships and like how much I cared about them and was invested in those or just like, any yeah. Sh- yeah, I mean, like, I don't think I don't it's one of the, I think the show is just like so plot heavy, but then at the same time, takes like, so long with weird yeah. plot points that like it's it like, needed to be longer, but also shorter. Yeah, either, either one of the two. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like, like I said, like we keep just going over like, oh my gosh, who could this kid be? And it's like, <laughs> I already have like seven different, you know, theories and just like go ahead and confirm which one it is. You know, yeah, like, like I don't, <laughs> I'm at the point where I kind of don't care. Yeah, yeah. Just because they've taken so long to figure that out. Yeah. And kind of same with like Captain Han and like they kind of try to give him like a backstory with like his daughter's dying. And it's like, yes, that... Like, again, on, like, a human level, I understand why that is sad. But, yeah. I like, we see nothing about him and his daughter interacting. We don't know anything about his family life. We don't know, like... I feel like when it comes to shows, it's, like, you kind of have to... Like, yes, we all understand that, like, a child potentially losing their legs or dying or whatever it is is really tragic. It but, is. like, also, to get me really emotionally invested, you have to show me why, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it instead harsh, of just, like, there she's... is an element. And, like, I... I don't know. Or why I just that am- makes me want to care about her father. Like, yeah. I care about her and her not dying, but, like, why? I guess I want him to succeed so that she can have right. legs. For sure. For sure. Or whatever. But, like, I'm not super connected to anybody. Exactly, yeah. Except for in hatred with Ryu Taesuk. Agreed. <sighs> and I guess E1 and E2. Oh I love E1 and E2. I think there's something to be said there, like, on a... You know, actually, I'm going to take back one of the things. Um, I think that they've... Okay. Uh, come episode six, we'll talk about it. 
um, they do a good job of making me understand a little more about like uh, Suhyuk and Suchan. I think just like a little bit, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Chief Gong and Sunny are also exploring the vents in the hallways and they find some more eyes. And obviously it's Frog Girl who's drawing them for some reason. Crazy. Meanwhile, Captain Han finds a place where Frog Girl just absolutely shredded open some vent coverings to get inside the tunnels. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Dr. Song and Dr. Hong head back into the data storage area and Dr. Song goes to access the level one files. Dr. Hong asks about her sister, and Dr. Song reveals that she didn't even know her sister was working on the station until after the accident, except one time when her sister contacted her right before. But for some reason, Dr. Song didn't answer, and she seems to regret this a lot. And I don't know if we're going to get that later, but it's really unclear to me why she didn't answer. Yeah. Taesuk receives an order from his communication device. Complete the mission and move to contact point. Eliminate all witnesses. And who are the witnesses? All crew. He looks over at the unconscious E2 and starts to reply back, we have a situation, but erases it. And like, now I really do think they're in love. Because <laughs> he's like, we have a situation. I'm in love. <laughs> he takes one of the samples. I fell for my mark. <laughs> this is the best of them. Like, I guess I'm just trying to imbue this with some kind of compelling plot. Because like, I don't know. <laughs> Falling in love with your mark is really compelling. That's funny. <laughs> Like, more compelling than whatever they did with that, which was nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he breaks his heart in some kind of way. <laughs> it's easy to break your heart when you're freezing cold. Dr. Song finally gets into the data storage, but there's nothing there. It's been erased. But why? For what reason? To draw out the plot. <laughs> The doctors head back to the infirmary and are surprised to see Taesuk is just up and about when he's supposed to be giving blood. Dr. Song is immediately suspicious. Dr. Hong wonders why he's messing with the samples and not helping with the search. Taesuk lies that the search has stopped and they're meeting in the command center. He's taking the samples there to keep them safe. The monster seems to be after the samples like they are. Dr. Song disagrees. I'm in charge of the samples and they're staying here. Taesuk is like, okay, and then has a hilarious moment where he turns away and clearly is like, well, shit, now I have to kill them. <laughs> but he turns around and the girl is standing in the doorway looking like she's going to walk in and say, mom, I flew up. <laughs> he draws his gun on her. <laughs> That's like exactly what she looked like. I think she just got to stand in there like, sup? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> He draws his gun on her and Dr. Hong notices and hilariously runs into his line of fire to grab Dr. Song. It just didn't make any sense. Dr. Hong radios Captain Han to tell him that she's here as the girl opens the door to come inside. The girl goes for the water, Taesuk shoots, she does her little spider frog jumping around thing and ends up sprawled out on a table. Dr. Song stops them. She is an ethologist after all. She's the tiger queen. She grabs a sample just as Captain Han comes in. It's a tense moment as Dr. Song offers the water to the girl, approaching her slowly. The girl blinks sideways. Dr. Song blinks normally. End of episode five. I did read a summary, like, as, like, before I watched this, because I do like to read the summaries before. Mm, uh, yeah, on, yeah. like, some website. There's a website, and they do pretty good summaries. Um, You're one of those people. I just want to know what I'm I'm going into before I go into. No, it. that's fair because you could then you know what's important. To then record. you know what's important, even though they kind of like do, like the beginning of the beginning, the middle of the middle, and then they do like a what happened at the end, and it's like super detailed. 
the website that I've been oh, looking at. And they said that her eyes flashed. Oh. Which I liked. This episode was, there was a lot that happened, kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I just don't know where where I feel. I don't know where I feel. I don't know how I feel. I will say that every time you said moon water, I'm like on, um, you know, like mildly crunchy space TikTok. <laughs> Wait. And they Wait, keep how could space be crunchy? People keep talking like you know, like you're a crunchy person, uh, like astrology yeah. TikTok. Oh, and okay, people okay, keep talking okay, about yeah, yeah. moon water and leaving your water outside so that it, it is imbued <gasps> with the powers of the moon. Um, but There's I don't think place that it would multiply. That I've been. Uh, but they have like things like it's like the moon juice like you put moon juice in your drinks that you order there for different reasons and i've always been tempted to do it but some of them just sound like straight up shrooms but i don't think they are because i don't know that you can do that legally well i mean they might have mushrooms in them but like not magic mushrooms yeah because you can get like your moon juice for like it's like love beauty planet no that's a brand but like you know like they have like intentions to them yeah i think uh gwyneth paltrow sells sells those probably yeah it's very like i think it's like you said it's kind of crunchy yeah yeah um and so every time you said moon water that's what i thought of (laughs) i really like calling astrology girls crunchy space people (laughs) i love that people i love that okay so on to episode six key to salvation uh so sangjian we open with her in a series of robotherapy sessions where she's sitting in a room <laughs> with a robot who's giving her therapy. Uh, the robot asks about her sister and how it feels to be alone. Uh, Jian has not been keeping in contact with her family. That's what she tells the robot. In the fifth session that we go to, we cut to the fifth session, just to be clear. Uh, she says that she doesn't think that she's going to regret partaking in the mission when it asks that. Uh, and she says that to get through these hard times, she thinks of nothing. mentally strong um mentally strong uh her family she now says is gone they died her parents died when she was young and her sister died five years ago jian relied a lot on her sister when she was younger and she isn't sure why her sister took the initial mission to leave the earth and then the intro goes uh which where was that we don't see any of that but okay what do you mean we don't see any of that? As far as like her, like her relying on oh, her, her sister, sister and like there. that yes, relationship yes. and like, like there that's we go. The, yeah. So sorry. I meant, like that's, it's okay. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like we get told a lot of things. It's, I, I want to yes. go back to like high school English and be like, show, don't tell. There's no showing. It is all telling. Exactly. So we uh, go back to the spaceship. We're still in the standoff between Gian and the girl. And Gian is careful to maintain critical distance and (laughs) eye contact. Good job. Nice little throwback there. Gian sees that the girl is wearing her sister. Wait, hold on. I actually was not sure on this. She does notice that she's wearing her sister's uniform later in the episode. And I thought she was, she like saw it here. But then I I thought so too. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Taesuk shoots the sample, which the girl grabbed, and the girl writhes on the table in pain, like shooting the water really injured her. Um, John is looking super concerned. It was like a really long time. It was so long. It was an uncomfortable amount of time. Yeah, like this girl gave it her all in this scene. Good for her. She really did. But like, it was just a lot. 
Give her an Emmy, give her an Oscar, give her a Tony, give her a Grammy. You got in the wrong order. <laughs> so, I mean, you had got them all, but also I was trying to think of like, what's the name of the Korean drama awards, but I don't remember. It's not a golden disc because that's for music. I think so. The only thing I know about Korean drama awards is that one time that Hyolin performed her song and it just cuts to the audience and they are shell-shocked at her showing her booty. And it's one of my favorite performances <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Because uh, oh, you've never funny. seen people literally go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the girl has some weird gashes and cuts that seem to open and close with no real logic. The one on her face, like the side of her face, looks like a gill. Yeah, that's why I call her Which frog really girl. Me out. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what's going on? Or it looks like, like froggy um... little fish girl. Yeah, or like in the anime Parasite, how like sometimes it'll talk to him, or in Jujutsu Kaisen, how like Skuno will come and like have his little mouth on Yuji. <laughs> it looked glug, like a glug, mouth. Glug. Yeah. Glug, glug, glug. Anime reference um, of the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the girl flees. Uh, Gian puts the remaining samples in a freezer to keep a low internal temperature. She's not sure if they are cold enough, and so she's put them in the freezer. Captain Han asks what the logic was in having that standoff, and Gian says that she only meant to show the girl that she meant no harm and wasn't interested in that particular sample. That she's, like, not really there for the water. She's there for her sister, as we know. Uh, Captain Han says that by exposing herself to danger, she exposed the whole team. Uh, Gian commented on the girl's weird healing abilities, and everyone marvels at their observations. They all stand around <laughs> talking about yeah, that was pretty weird, wasn't it? <laughs> That's exactly what happens. A lot of talking. <laughs> There's just so much talking. A lot of telling. All... A lot of telling. And I feel like they all say the same thing. Yes. Somebody it's... will be like, that was weird. And everybody else will go, that was weird. But they'll all say it individually. Yes. It's like thing happens and then a group stands a little away from where the thing happened and they're all in a circle and they all do that. Yeah, they're all like, oh, the thing happened. Yeah, it happens every time. Doc Hong comes in and asks what Jian thinks of all this. Jian suspects that the girl has adapted to the water on the moon. Doc Hong disagrees, citing the girl's healing ability and super speed. She thinks it must be genetic. Uh, hold on, maybe she doesn't think it. Maybe Jian suspects that the girl was born with the ability to tolerate lunar water. Uh, that it's, you know, an antibody thing. Which, yeah, she says something about, like, rapid evolution or something. And I'm like, I don't yeah, think that's heck? how it works. <laughs> I'm not an ethologist, but. <laughs> that's true. You're not an ethologist. I'm she not. is an ethologist. She's the tiger queen. She's a tiger queen. She knows what she's talking about. You don't know anything, Lisa. I don't know I'm anything. So I could sorry. never maintain critical distance. I could never calm down a frog girl. <laughs> uh, I could never just stand there and stare at something with my arms slightly raised. No. Looking intense. Like, saying stop, but also I surrender. Yeah, That's see, I'm gonna like be honest. Doing. Like, she was like, slow down. <laughs> I love that she acts like this is some, like, scientific thing. And they're all like, what the heck are you doing? Like, yeah. like that's not what everybody would do if we saw an animal. Like, wouldn't all be like, whoa. No. <laughs> I'd, like, leave. But I guess I'm not an ethologist. You're not an ethologist. That's true. Suhyuk says that they should kill the girl. Jian says that they can't, as the girl might hold the secret to tolerating the water. Dude, calm down. Ah. Yeah, really. I think we should just murder that child. <laughs> he's Bro. all in for child murder. I guess this is what I was talking about. Like with the, I feel like he's become all of a sudden a lot more freewheeling. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
his brother died and now he's like, I don't care. I want to exact revenge upon anyone and everyone who has ever wronged me, including this child. Which is odd because Sujat's the only one so far who has not been killed by the child. That's true. Well, um, anyway. but I thought maybe it was like a situation where he felt like she created the environment for him to yeah, die yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and she can like tolerate the water and his brother couldn't tolerate the water. And so in yeah. a way, it's her fault that he died. Yeah, well, and also probably the feeling of, like, we can't take any more risks. No one else is dying. Like, yeah. I'm done leaving any room for error. No more bodies left behind. Cut to, like, 20 minutes <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Please. Back in the lab, Doc Hong is checking Taesuk's vitals. He leaves, and Captain Han asks if he's all right and tells him to take care. The crew is still unaware of his ickiness. <laughs> Captain Han leaves and Taesuk continues to plot. Captain Han ta- uh, talks to Mr. Kim from the SAA. He says that he was it was Director Choi's decision to shut down Balhae Station and that people did question that decision. Captain Han asks if there's anything else that he should be aware of. Mr. Kim basically says, I don't know, bro. You're the one who's there. <laughs> Ask Dr. Song what's up. <laughs> what was the point of this? <laughs> Also, I like that he's, like, well, FaceTiming in. <laughs> yeah. Like, FaceTiming from Earth. <laughs> and then he says, uh, he says it differently than I wrote it. So, big sauce to everybody who's hearing this. Uh, it's a, another ominous ominous statement. Uh, he says that the truth is on the moon, not the Earth. Uh, and he, Mr. Kim, continues to be on Earth. It is Mr. Kim, right? Uh, yeah, I think I called him, like, Sex and Chief, Section Chief Kim, but... There we go. <laughs> I just keep laughing at the way he keeps formulating sentences, like, it's not on the flo- door, it's on the floor. It's not yeah. on Earth, it's on the moon. Like, why does he keep saying where things aren't? <laughs> why does he... Yeah. He has, like, a way of speaking well, he's that's like, very specific. It's not here, it is there, but I can't <laughs> tell you where specifically. That's, like, his thing. Uh, anyway, he's at the hospital on Earth. And he's visiting Captain Han's daughter. He's are they close? Sympathy for I don't know. Like this, I this guess is so random. I guess maybe they are because he was like, "I'm gonna Facetime your dad," but he didn't <laughs> tell her that. But I guess he did Facetime her dad. Yeah. Um. And he, you can tell that he's feeling some sympathy or maybe like guilt or something. He's feeling an emotion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. Because he looks, she's got like some dinky little drawings on her wall. Uh, very cute of her dad and her her dad like doing normal dad things and her dad being a spaceman and he looks at them and then he leaves uh, and there's a water distribution center outside at least i thought it was a water distribution center mm-hmm. and uh the water line busts open and all the people in the line totally freak out <laughs> i hate and there's this like <laughs> i really didn't like it either I think I feel like this was the answer to me being like, there's no consequence to there being no water. And they're like, no, 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 yeah. no. See, look, there is. Look at these people there acting are consequences. like animals. And, um, like, and there's like not even a millimeter of water on the yes, ground. And there are people like who the are trying to scoop up the water into their little 
water containers. Like, babe, you can't do that. But, but again, I feel work. like you can tell they told like the extras like, OK, the water line's going to burst and then you're going to act like you're going crazy. You're just trying to get the water. And then like the extras are like, but there's no fucking way to do this. There's and so they're no just like trying water. to scoop up water. Some of them are just kind of standing there. It's a very awkward scene visually because it does not make sense. And it literally is showing you why it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yes. And there's a child who's crying and yelling for her mom as the water police shoot at the crowd. Uh, and Mr. <laughs> Section Chief Kim looks on sympathetically. But also, like, kind of in horror. Yeah. I, weird scene. It was scene. a weird scene, yeah. <laughs> Back on the moon, Captain Han is laying out a plan to capture the girl by luring her into a hallway above the air shaft with a spare bottle of the sample. He wants Dr. Song Jian to be in the hallway with the girl. Uh, Taesuk calls his employer and warns vaguely about how dangerous the sample is. He does this all in English. Uh, Look at you. Multilingual <laughs> yeah. boy. And it was, like, really good English. It was good. It, beginning. At the end, it kind of got a little funky. But the beginning That's was very true. good. The beginning was very good. Captain Han and uh, Song Jian talk about their plan. Jian asks, please, don't use any guns on the girl. Captain Han says he'll have to make that decision when the time comes. He gives Jian a pack of water and tells her that some people on Earth were against bringing lunar water to Earth, but Director Choi insisted. Jian says that it makes sense that there would be some people against it, since everyone on the station died, uh, Jian thinks that her sister deleted the data so that no one would find the lunar water research. Which seems kind of stupid to me. Like, her sister should want people to find the lunar water research so that they'd know that it's dangerous to drink because it will fill up your entire body with extra water and you'll throw up water and it'll appear that you've drowned because you have drowned because your body has been filling up with this infinite water. I agree. It makes no sense. And I think it's one of those things that was just there to draw out the mystery there's no reason for that data to be deleted other than it's like well we got to keep the show going got to keep the show going and i i'm i'm just tired yeah i'm tired i'm thirsty (laughs) i want you to get back to earth i want the people of earth to have the water but at the same time i don't really know that it's worth it yeah, it's like so much drama has happened that we've made like no progress on the actual like water issue. Yeah. Anyway, Captain Han wonders why she would have left all these clues for Jian if she didn't want her sister to come to the moon and figure all of this out. She says she doesn't know, but she wonders what she could do, what she should do when she finds out the entire truth. Taesuk is being a sneaky boy and packs up the samples to take to his boss. Uh, he leaves E2 thinking he was too incapacitated to even see what was going on. E2 is still injured, but not too much. Like, he can still be mad about this. He not chases e down Taesuk. Not E2 much. <laughs> he chases down Taesuk, but does not make it out of the uh, lab before getting shot by this man. <laughs> rip. But also, like, what a way to go. Like, shirtless and looking hot. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> he did his job. G-O-N-E too soon. (laughs) That was good. It took some thinking. It took some work (laughs) at the old noggin, but I got there. That That was was really good. I like that one. That one was next level. (laughs) Anyway, the next thing that I said was all that blood wasted. (laughs) Are you like advocating for the moon water now? (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Taysuk sat there and had his blood drawn 
given to this man, and then he shot this man. He just spilled all of his own blood. It was pointless. Right? I wonder if he just, like, had not volunteered, and no one had the right blood, and then E2 would have just died. Yeah, everything would have been fine, but I guess he had to maintain the veneer of civility or whatever. That's so funny. Like, that he's really here for the people. He's really here for his friends, the crew members that he doesn't really know or care about. God is dead, and so is E2. <laughs> also, I liked that I thought you were saying that from the perspective of the water. Like, all that blood wasted. <laughs> no, Delicious no, no. blood. <laughs> I'm saying it as a person who's watching this show and watched a man Good. get what seemed like half of his body weight drawn out in blood. <laughs> Anyway, he can be like the people at the water dispenser and just scoop it back up. <laughs> Those are two he parallel could. scenes. It was an intentional two- parallel. <laughs> Filmmaking. I can see that. I can see that for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So we're back with the girl who's running in the air vents. Uh, and then now we're back in the lab. It was very brief. <laughs> There's so much cutting. And I like that she Naruto runs. Like, I expect really- nothing less. <laughs> yes. The sweet little Naruto runs all through the air vents. I guess you have to keep, uh, if you're going against the air, you kind of have to keep down to the ground. Uh, It's a very aerodynamic way to run. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to question it. I mean, And then you can uh, reach into your little ninja pockets. So maybe she has some ninja (laughs) pockets on her pants. Uh, Back in the lab, Doc Hong sees that everyone is gone because Taesuk left and E2 has died. (laughs) The crew lays the trap for the girl and gets in their positions. Doc Hong radios Lieutenant Ryu also known as Taesuk, and E2 as they're both missing. Captain Han tells everyone to be on standby, and they'll deal with that later. Suhyuk is like, look at the biomonitor, and they see a, a, a zooming spot on the biomonitor. The girl is here. Jian puts the water down and has her hands up gently, as though to say, wait, hold on. I don't need you to come any closer. The critical distance. <laughs> critical distance. <laughs> The crew closes the first door. The plan would be for Jian to then leave the girl in the airlock, but Jian hesitates. Captain Han pulls her out forcefully, and the girl bolts towards them. Her leg is trapped under the door, which was pretty agonizing for me. Oh my god, that was gross. But also, like, I like that we've shown that this girl, like, literally is, like, the fastest thing we've ever seen so quickly. And And yet she she just turns around. a slow door. Yeah, well, also, even the first door, she just kind of, like, turns around and watches it. Like, oh okay (laughs) i feel like she definitely could have escaped if she wanted to (laughs) she could have and i think i think she should have she should have been able to leave she should have been fine she should have gone gone fast (laughs) she's like sonic the hedgehog faster 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 faster. (laughs) we should call her sonic not frog girl she's sonic sonic frog well, Sonic the Frog. How about that? Sonic the Frog. Sonic, yeah. Sonic the Hedgefrog. Hedgefrog. <laughs> the Hedgefrog. Uh, so she bites Jian, who sees that her neck, she has a a little uh, label on the nape of her neck that says Luna 073, which I guess is her name now. Dr. Song so Luna or cries Dr. in her arms right? oh. as Captain Han... Shoots her with a tranquilizer dart, and Dr. Song opens the door and hugs Luna, who hugs her back. So it's like a lot happens all at once. So much. She's got a label. Yes, very Aaron Yeager. <laughs> I'm glad you got that as I talked underneath I you. did. 
I was talking over you, but I did hear you. I'm so sorry. But okay, this is where I kind of got annoyed because we, we've learned that this girl can literally rip a man's hand off and yet she bites Dr. Song and it's just like this little bite. Yes. I'm like, okay, so maybe, maybe, I guess we could say the strength is only in her arms and legs. Maybe. But I find that hard to believe. I think Dr. Hand should, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Song should not be Dr. Hand. She should be missing a hand. <laughs> maybe it was like a friendly bite. Maybe. I don't know. I feel you know, like she's like, befriending um, this thing real quick. Well, sometimes like puppies bite you when they're like little because they want to play. Why would you want but to she's like an older dog, so she's biting you, and her teeth are worn down already. <laughs> That's true. She hasn't been to the dentist, presumably, in her, a she long hasn't. time. At least five years. <laughs> least all five right, years. all right. You've convinced me. Tooth decay is the, the reasoning. <laughs> no, not tooth decay. Just like, you know, maybe she's drinking the water. She's going, ah. She's hitting her teeth together. She's biting metal, maybe. Maybe I'm going to water decay. has the ability to soften your teeth. Who it's knows? called moon water, damn it. The moon water. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, Doc Hong radios Kim Sun to ask if he's seen Taesuk or E2. Sunny has not, but he's heading to the control center. Doc Hong says, okay, that's fine. I'll stay here in the lab and hope that they come back. <laughs> Suhyuk wants to put uh, Luna in handcuffs, but Captain Han and Song Jian are sympathetic to children as it's been shown <laughs> for uh, Captain Han specifically. Uh, and I guess, you know, maybe Song Jian is not thinking of the girl as a child. She's thinking of her as a wild animal. Mm. <laughs> That's better. This took me back uh, to uh, junior year of high school Okay. in my AP psychology class, oh. where we learned about that child who lived in the woods all by herself and had no uh, lingual skills. So I think that this girl is not going to be able to talk because she's like, what, probably six or seven? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. maybe has not been around anyone since she was like two. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't know how to talk or do anything. She's not yeah, properly even, like, socialized. Prob- properly. Yeah, so I guess she is kind of like a wild animal. Yeah. Taesuk is finally far al- enough along in his leaving process to be able to do something. So he closes the gates. This makes Luna startled. And I guess part of her super strength is that she can just shake off the tranquilizer dart really easily. Because <laughs> as far as I was concerned, it was like a TKO. Yeah. Like, she was out. That's a good point, yeah. And now she's, like, I guess gotten enough adrenaline from the alarms going off that she can run into an air vent. Uh, she's so full of water, it's diluted. Yes, I guess so. And so she runs into an air shaft and she puts pushes Gian against a wall with some aggression. <laughs> you're not my mom. Sunny- <laughs> yeah, like you're... Stop hugging me. Who are you? <laughs> Sonny is confused uh, and his head almost almost gets crushed by a closing gate door. Uh, Gian is separated from Captain Han and Suhyuk and goes into an air passage. She is like intentionally separated. This isn't an accident. She goes in. She's like, oh no. Like, she, like, dives in. Yes, she dives <laughs> in. Uh, <laughs> everyone is in uncomfortable physical locations, unable to move freely. Kim Sun reaches a point where he is able to speculate that the whole station hasn't been shut down, only a few areas. He's not in a space where, like, the red light is going off or anything. Everybody else is kind of in the dark or in a red light, uh, which is scary. <laughs> Doc Hong... <laughs> 
Doc Hong says she'll locate the samples in the lab. Captain Han and Suhyuk open an air vent. Captain Han points out that Taesuk is the only one who volunteered for the mission, which is very suspicious. Yeah, really good time to realize this. Yeah, like realize that finally. Yeah. Taesuk is in command, uh, in the command center. Taesuk is also in, the in command, command honestly. He I is mean, also in He's com- controlling this. <laughs> he's ominously standing by the window. He is bad. Uh, uh, and I think he maybe gets a message. I didn't write it down, but I think that that's probably what happened. Or maybe he's on a phone call. Who knows? Yeah, I think, doesn't it say, like, reinforcements coming or something? Oh, maybe. Ooh. It scared me. I'm glad you you saw that and remembered it and internalized it, because I certainly did not. I was like, hey, that's in English. I got it. <laughs> so, Gian's moving through the air shafts. She's looking for Luna, and then she locates her. And she does that thing that, like, sometimes if you feel like a... If you, like, meet an injured animal, they'll be like, hey. And they'll, like, stare at you. And then they'll move, and they'll be like, are you following me? And then you follow them, and then they'll stop, and they'll stare at you. Like, okay, let's keep going. Like a raccoon in the garbage can. Like a raccoon in the garbage can. Like an injured cat. Like a little dog with dog babies. All of these things. They'll, like, scoot along, and then they'll look at you. And then they'll scoot along, and then they'll look at you. That's what we were doing. (laughs) We... That's what Song Jian is doing. <laughs> we were doing no such thing. So Luna seems to be leading Song Jian somewhere. Where? I guess we'll find out later. <laughs> In the lab, Doc Hong is unable to locate the samples. But she does find the frozen corpse of E2. I, this took me so off guard because I was so frustrated. I was like, how has she not found his body yet? Like, this is insane. It's on the floor. But no, apparently, I guess Taysuk was like, I'm going to take the time to clean up all this blood and like move his body into the freezer because that's a good use of my time. (laughs) He's a responsible young man. Even though I'm going to immediately. A villain. He might be a criminal, but he is responsible. He doesn't want a bad smell, obviously. That would be. I mean, I guess. Maybe he does have some sympathy for them. And, like, he knows that they will suffer being at the station for an undetermined amount of time. Because, like, who knows when they're going to leave. He certainly doesn't. He's been separated. And maybe he just cares enough about them to try to, to want to try to leave it clean. <laughs> leave He's leaving his campsite better than he found it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so Jian successfully follows Luna into a secret lab. It's very lived in. The walls look like an old Southwest airline plane They're covered in <laughs> juvenile that's, scribbles. That's a really good point because it's like it looked spacey, but like from a different sci-fi show. Yes. Like it was like we just completely switched themes. It was very off-putting. <laughs> It was, like, very messy. The walls were weird. Yeah, like, um, and obviously, Yeah, they had, cabin-y. like, all, all, of the, all of the scribbles. Uh, there were a lot of water canisters on the table. And, oh, my um, God, from the, the window. breathing. So much breathing. I could not, like, <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, how she acts. Like, that is her, but, like, oh, my gosh, Dr. Song does so much breathing. It annoys the hell out of me. There's a lot of breathing in this show. Um, from the window, Gian clearly sees Earth above the lunar horizon. Luna hides in an upper cabinet, but Gian finds her. Gian asks Luna a series of questions, 
before offering her some of the weird candy from the first episode. And I guess at one point she realizes that this child has no idea what she's saying. <laughs> uh, because, again, I don't think Luna speaks English. Or, think- sorry, well, Luna doesn't speak <laughs> Korean. You're right on both uh, accounts. Luna doesn't speak. That would be hilarious if she does speak English. (laughs) Like fluent English in this Korean space station. Yeah. Uh, Luna has really racist to assume that I speak Korean just because I look Korean. The world is very (laughs) different. She doesn't speak Spanish. Does she even speak Russian? (laughs) She speaks RX National Corporation. (laughs) They have their own language. Synergy. Cross-promotional tactics. <sighs> what is the thing? Uh, vertical vertical integration. <laughs> she just speaks like a project manager at any company. <laughs> She's just like, yes. wait, Dr. Dr. Song, let's circle back on this next week once we go to our <laughs> SMEs and get a little more information. We don't have to rewrite the, reinvent the wheel here. <laughs> I speak workplace jargon exclusively. <laughs> It's its own language. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Luna hesitantly takes the candy and tries to eat it with the wrapping still on. Very cute. No. And there's a second where she is kind of like mirroring Gian's behavior. Uh, Gian is like tilting her head and like raising her hands and they're doing it at the same time. It's cute. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Gian gives her the candy that she has already unwrapped and Luna's like, hell yeah, I love candy. This is a new love of <laughs> this mine. This is so much better than water. <laughs> this is so much better than lunar water. Than moon water. I'm sorry, I yeah, misspoke. Was, mm. uh, and then Gian finds a series of pictures in Luna's makeshift bed. Luna, like, goes to the window or something. Uh, and all of these pictures prominently fic- uh, feature Gian's sister. And I think this is maybe where she actually, like, fully notices that Luna is wearing her sister's uniform with the name tag and everything. Uh, And so the look that she gives Luna as she is looking at her tears in her eyes was so mysterious and threatening and inquisitive and like an award-winning actor. (laughs) Like Beiduna. Like we are appreciating Beiduna. Yes. And we are saying, sis, you're doing amazing. We love you. I don't know what's going on in this episode, or not in this episode. I don't know where we're going at the end. I guess I can I can guess. I don't really want to guess. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you are doing amazing. Just yeah. so good. Sweet. Amazing. Doing so well. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it is, but I can't remember, so I didn't want to interrupt. No, it is. <laughs> A concise summary. Yeah, okay, so, like, definitely Girl is connected to the elder Dr. Song. Yes. Is she a daughter? Is she just, like... Song Wuyang? Is her name Wuyang? Wong, I think it I might think be. Wang Kyung? Wang Kyung? Wong, I think Maybe. so. Maybe. <laughs> elder, elder sister. That's what... Yeah. We should just call her elder sister. Big sis. The elder Dr. Song. Dr. Mm-hmm. Song-er. Song year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Are you like, I kind of think maybe it's like they were just experimenting on like lots of different things. Maybe they were experimenting on lots of different children and like this one was a favorite. 
Oh, maybe. Of the older Doctor song, maybe? And so, like, she gave her... I'm sure there's going to be some flashback scene where, like, in the final mess where they're all dying, she, like, gives the girl her lab coat. Like, be maybe. warm But or this something. was also five years ago. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell because I feel like the girl could be anywhere between, like, six and 12. Or, like, That's and I true. don't know. And I don't know how old the actress is. Yeah. And so that kind of, I guess, hampers my ability to be able to tell how old she is because I don't know how old the actress is. And she doesn't look old or young. She just kind of looks like a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't have, like, I guess a geeky haircut, but she doesn't have a haircut at all. (laughs) She has very nice hair, though, for, like, never having washed it. Yeah, and it's, like, kind of, it's shorter than I would think it would be. Considering that she spent five years on the spaceship by herself, unless she was bald when she got there and has cut it with, like, knives. Yeah, maybe. But I don't, maybe kid hair, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, grows different. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that it does. I don't know why that was a theory I put forth. You know, kid hair. <laughs> Children's hair just grows. It's it does. just yeah. different. It knows. It's like, this is a good length. I'll stop. Yeah, I'll stop. This compliments your features. I know that I can't grow anymore because you are in a situation where you cannot cut your hair. Exactly. <laughs> it's adaptive. Maybe that's part of how she like has adapted. It's like super strength, super speed. Maybe. Adaptive hair. Maybe. Top three that's things That's a fair point. It could be a part of the, the moon water evolution. Exactly. <laughs> and the revolution. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is about the show, but like it is... I'm losing interest fast. I'm kind of glad there's only two episodes left. I don't want to be yeah. a super negative Nancy, but but I am. I just, like, the plot is interesting. I'll give it that. Um, But the characters are not. And uh, I don't know if we weren't doing this if I keep watching. I feel like this was kind of a show that was an odd choice for us. It was. Um, I mean, the choice was simply because Gung Yu. <laughs> yes. I, and I recognize that. I fully yeah. recognize that. Um, and I, I I, just think maybe I am more suited personally as a person to things with a little bit more romance. Well, the classic um, K-drama. This is not a yes, classic Yes, the classic K-drama. K-drama. It's a weird no, one to start a... with. I'm yes. sorry, Allison. You yeah, know. My personal apology. I agreed with you. <laughs> I thought that this would also be I mean, a good. Yeah. Once a I good put a one. gun to your head, you agreed to me. I mean, which was fair. I don't remember a gun, but I, I go ahead. Yes, a gun to my head. It was really hard because we don't live in the same city. So I wish we you'd don't? recognize how much effort I went to threaten you in your life. Uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, and so, you know. Looking forward to this being over so that we can start something new. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see how it's wrapped up. I think these two uh-huh. were kind of like the most, like, stuff kind of happened. We got going. I think, you know, we got to discuss some things. Um, but That's true. But yeah, I think we'll see. Maybe it'll pull it out of the, it'll knock it out of the park the next two episodes. Maybe we'll. I hope so. Turn around. Um, but if you're gong you and if you're listening uh maybe just don't listen to those because i don't want to break your heart babe yeah <laughs> i know you are a regular listener gong you if you're just sitting here listening to the end of the episode with no other context yeah just stop don't continue just don't continue i don't want to hurt you like this 
<laughs> I can't imagine that anybody would. He's so handsome. <laughs> He's just so handsome. And he did He's do like that thing, though, in one of these two episodes, I couldn't tell you which, where he, like, blinked. Yeah. And he was like, like how he blinks, and then he, like, opens his eyes, like, halfway. Yes. Which is so beautiful. The uneven eyes. The uneven eyes. <sighs> Bless him. I wonder if so they're going to talk about his tattoo and why he has it, or if it's just, like, an ornamental piece. It might be. Um, going back to high school theater, I remember at one point um, <laughs> our high school theater teacher being like, hey, the props person should provide... Like, if anybody needs anything, like the props master, this is when I was the props mistress, um, you should provide whatever they need. <laughs> In our production of Guys and Dolls, this was a story, not my story, her story, the person playing Sky Masterson uh, carried around a bunch of change in his p- pockets so that he could uh, fiddle around with the change because he felt that that was something his character would do. Of course, this led to me, a teen who owned a pocket watch bringing my pocket watch that I got at Target into school for somebody who said that they needed a pocket watch and then it got stolen. I was really salty about it. Like, what is the connection? That maybe he felt like he needed a tattoo. (laughs) He felt like it really made his character... Now, just long form storytelling at the end of the episode with a tenuous connection. <laughs> so, okay, oh, so you're saying Kong Yu is like, I need a tattoo. And the proper person, I like, feel oh, like this guy would have a tattoo. That's what he yeah. said. I feel like he went and to so the makeup person. Yeah, and was okay, like, I got you. I got you. I think my character has a tattoo. And they just the found way some I, kind of like random stick yes. on tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They didn't go with like a flash tat. Note that. He went with like uh-huh. <laughs> like Luna's thing on the back of her neck. That was a flash tat. Yeah, yeah, I felt it like it was bad. the summer of 2014 or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's what happens when you go to Burning Man. <laughs> you end up on the moon. <laughs> Burning Man on the moon. Just you by yourself. <laughs> you just get a flash tat. Well, at least it can't be stolen like your pocket watch. Nobody's going to steal it off Gongyu's neck. No. They'll just see it for the time being, and then I guess it'll go away. (laughs) I'm sorry your pocket watch got stolen. You know, that's okay. Uh, It stopped me from continuing to be a pocket watch owning teen. (laughs) Which, like, I think that's pretty positive. Yeah. I'm staring (laughs) at a pocket watch on my shelf right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yours is... Yours is an Attack on Titan one, right? Yeah, so it's like super cool. So it's cool. like cooler than mine. Mine was just a pocket watch that <laughs> nothing, I bought at Target. Nothing is cooler than a <laughs> pocket watch with an anime theme. No, it's cool. Things. Like it's not as cool as like if it were a Full Metal Alchemist one. No, it's not. I mean, um, that's because that's topical. That makes sense. Mine just has the Flugel der Freiheit. Yes, the Wings of Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for participating in the discussion. Uh, you can always participate a little bit more in the discussion by adding us on Twitter at DramatizedPod or by joining our Discord. The link for our Discord is in our Twitter bio. Again, that is at DramatizedPod, D-R-A-M-A-T-I-Z-E-D-P-O-D on Twitter.com. I feel like I need to like be playing smooth jazz under this. No, 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 no. The Twitter could be more poppin'. The Discord could be more poppin'. And you, listener, you can really assist in that. 
anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being here. Love ya. TTYL. <laughs> and see you next time. Until next time. <laughs> until next time. <laughs> We're okay. So there we go. <laughs> okay. One, two, three. And, and until, until, and next, until time. next time. Bye. I'm Allison Peachy. Bye. Or bye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are. <laughs>